Hey everybody, welcome back to the Third Deck Lounge podcast. Today I'm talking with Eric Nolan. Uh, Eric, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, this is gonna be uh, it's gonna be cool. Um, like watching all your fights and stuff, dude. It's it's like pretty cool seeing that, especially uh, coming out of three six two. Uh, I think a lot of dudes really love uh, love seeing that. Yeah, no, it's definitely. Um... It's definitely something I always talked about while I was in three six two. Uh you know, just being able to being able to fight in general has just been a blessing, but representing the Marine Corps and representing three six is something I've always been proud of doing and I'm gonna continue to do it until my career is over. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um when did you uh when did you join the, the Marine Corps? So I joined right out of high school um in twenty fifteen. Oh, gotcha. Okay, cool. And I, I'm guessing you got out around 2019? 2019, yep. Um, so a little quick overview of my Marine Corps career. So after, uh, so I joined 36, um, did the 24th Mule, 36. I was attached to the Murph, the Murph platoon. And then uh, once I got back, they uh, sent me over to Quantico, so I got to be a combat instructor for a little bit, water survival instructor for a little bit, and uh, martial arts uh, instructor for a little bit. So I got to do, I got to do a lot in my four years, which was really cool. Yeah, that's definitely pretty cool. It sounds like a pretty interesting time. Um, when when did you get into like the whole? uh fighting thing though did you, was that just something that kind of that's always been with you or like how did that kind of start um so i wrestled my whole life so i do have a wrestling background but um i remember when i was in uh infantry school soi they let us they let us watch the conor mcgregor and jose alda fight so we all went down there and we watched the fight. They put it on for us, and I saw McGregor knock out all down like 13 seconds. So we were all going nuts and shit like that. And that's just like that was kind of like I always wanted a fight, right? But that was that's what made me like really wanted. I wanted to be the first Marine UFC champion. Like that's the goal of mine. Um, there's been Marines in the past that have fought, but. You know, I want to be the first one. And I've, I'd always, like, on the weekends, you know, I'm, I wasn't 21 at the time. We'd go out to, like, Buffalo Wild Wings. We're watching the UFC fights, you know? Like, we're just chilling, watching the UFC fights, eating wings, whatever it was. And I just always thought, like, dude, I could I could do this. Like, I want to do this. And then um, when I was in Quantico, I was just about to get out. I signed up for my first, like, MMA fight with no real training com compared to the training I do now. Uh, I was just, you know, working at the mace and I was just rolling around with the guys and that was my training, you know, running, swimming, you know, doing mace shit. I signed up for the fight, beat the guy's ass and the rest is, the rest is history. This is now I'm fast forward. I'm a professional fighter now. So happened quick yeah that's pretty fucking crazy i was gonna say i remember uh being in norway and uh i stayed up like stupid late to uh watch you fight i don't 
I forget, it was like probably around March or April around that time. Um, with whatever fight you were doing, but that was so fucking crazy, dude. Seeing you knock that dude the fuck out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was my, uh, that was my title fight. Um, that was like the, that was like one of the, the fights I had before I went pro, but that was a big fight for me being the fact that like, you know, I'm fighting for an a- amateur world type world championship on one of the most prestigious like regional promotions there is and you know in going into that fight in my head i was just like i was just like damn like you know i already i made it this far but every time i've gotten to the stage in life whether it was high school wrestling or like even in the marine corps like getting to getting to somewhere where you know winning is is gonna like it's gonna be the greatest thing ever i'd always fall short so going into that fight, I was just like a nervous wreck. And I remember I was talking to you over Instagram. You know, I showed you guys like, hey, like, you know, I'm gonna be fighting. And knowing you guys, knowing you guys were gonna be watching over overseas was just like added that extra pressure. But I was like, dude, I cannot lose. Like, I cannot lose. Like, I'm representing the Marines. I'm representing three six L Street. Like, I gotta, I gotta come through. I got it done. Yeah, dude, it was sick watching that shit, bro. Um, fucking, uh, it made me think about, though, like, everything that kind of leads up to that, um, all the training, and so, like, what, what's your training like, I guess, like, uh, throughout, like, an average week? So I'm training about two to three times, two to three times a day, mostly two, uh, you know, a morning, early morning session with my coach is usually, like, a one-on-one thing or like a very small group of other fighters. And then I'll go home, eat, whatever. Uh, I att- I'm a college student still, so I'm using the GI Bill, getting my degree, which I, anybody listening, I highly advise you doing that if you're getting out of the Marine Corps. Um, and then I'll go lift, eat again, go, go to class if I have another class. If not, then I just get ready for the, the night training, and I train, I train at night again. So that that all literally it consumes my days. Like ninety percent of my days are about MMA training, fighting, sparring, whatever it may be. So that's that's the but that's what you got to do if you want to get to the to the next level. Yeah, that's insane. Um, what uh, I, di- I didn't know you were in college. What are you uh, what are you majoring in? So I'm majoring in Homeland Security. Uh, okay. So it's it's cut it's a part of the criminal justice department, but you get to focus more on uh, stuff you would. It's more relatable in the Marine Corps. Like you focus on uh, terrorism, like that's probably the biggest. That that is the whole purpose of Homeland Security. So that's what that degree is filled with. So if you're getting out of the Marine Corps and you want to go to school, but you don't want to do like business or you don't want to do you know, something that doesn't interest you and you want to keep it relative to the Marine Corps, I would advise you to do like criminal justice or Homeland Security, but Homeland Security more specifically, if your university offers it. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of dudes kind of, uh, I was actually just talking to somebody the other day about this. Um, I think a lot of dudes kind of look at college as like something they, they don't even want to try and do because they think it'll be um, too hard. 
or it's like not going to help them. And, but I think um, it, it honestly kind of just comes down to like, especially with like math and stuff, at least for me, it comes down to like that constant repetition and like remediating stuff that I'm bad at. And like, it, it kind of just, it makes it doable, I guess. But it's just, it takes that constant like work at it. Yeah, you know, um, no, that's, that's, I'm happy you brought that up because, uh, so my little brother, he's, he's in the Marine Corps now. He's kind of trying to do the same thing I did. And, you know, him and myself, including myself, I was horrible at school, high school. Like, oh, yeah. I, I had no interest in it. I just didn't like school. I knew I wanted to join the Marine Corps at yeah, a very I young age. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't give a shit about math, algebra. I couldn't tell you what a fucking fraction was. I just like, I was like, so set on going to the Marines. But you know, that's something I was worried about too, like getting out of getting out of the Marine Corps and then going back into college, like not really doing school shit for four years. But college is so easy if you have that same mentality you have in the Marine Corps. You got to wake up. The earliest classes, I think, are like 8.30 in the morning. So that ain't nothing to us. You wake up, you go sit in class, and everything you're going to need to learn for that subject, is it's it's being taught to you. Um, I don't go to a big school, per se. Like, I go to Monmouth University. So the class sizes, on average, are about 30 to 35. Now, that is a good classroom setting for you if especially if you're getting out because you could you could the teacher could know you on a personal level you could you know tell them like hey look like i just spent the last four years of my life uh you know not doing school i was in the marines i was traveling i was doing whatever it is you're doing um and tell them that and say hey i'm gonna need the extra help like i remember i told my professor i was like look like i'm a little retarded so you, you gotta, you gotta help, you gotta help me out here. And, and, you know, all jokes aside, the professor was like, listen, like, you know, you seem like a good kid and you have your head on straight, like, just, you know, do what I tell you. If you have trouble with it, ask me questions. I'd email whatever. And I'm, I get way better grades in college than I did in freaking high school. I'll oh, tell you that. I'm the same with me, man. Um, yeah, definitely people, uh, Wait, like if you go up to the teachers and you just fucking talk to them, cause that's what I did with my teachers. I was like, I was like, yeah, uh, I don't know if I can uh, do this stuff. Cause like my first year in college, um, they threw, I did the placement test for the math or whatever. And they threw me into this class and I was like, um, I don't think I can do this. And the worst part was it was an online like math class. Um, so that made it even worse. I ended up uh, dropping it and then, uh, taking it again, but in person the second semester and just like, I was just trying, I was like barely fucking hanging on and I ended up having to drop it again too. Cause I was going to fail it. And, um, I literally, I was just, was like, I kind of just swallowed my pride a little bit and I was like, all right, look, I don't fucking remember any of this shit. I need to go back to the class before and do like this remedial shit and, and relearn all this because I literally just, I don't remember it. And like, talking to the teachers and stuff they, they were like that's okay like please do it like it's okay like we'll help you we'll figure it out i still have the same math teacher too and she's awesome she's all the time she's like showing me all these little uh tips and tricks and like using stuff like 
photo math to like explain it when I'm doing homework and uh, just office hours and stuff too. Like they'll really help you out. Like they won't. Oh just, yeah. They they won't be like uh, go fuck yourself or like kick rocks or something. Like they they'll actually kind of go out of their way to to really help you. You can email them and stuff too. Like it's definitely doable. It's just it's work. Yeah. No, yeah, you like you got to do the work, right? But yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely. It's definitely something I would advise a lot of the Marines getting out. Like it's it's free education. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're getting paid to do it. Like with the GI Bill, you get paid a BAH rate to sit in class. Like that's your job. They make it easy for you because you don't have to pick up a second job if you don't want to. You could literally, you know, go to class. Like that's your work. And you know, if you're if you if you're worried about stuff like like I was extremely worried about falling behind and stuff like that. It's part of the reason I chose Monmouth because it's smaller classes. So definitely pick a school that, you know, you're going to have the resources able to, you know, get you by. And a lot of schools do this where, like, even if you go to a big school, they'll they'll provide you with a tutor for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, you're a little retarded? All right, here. Have this person. They're going to help. Like, th- their job is to help you make you pass. And if you sit there and you do the work, you're, you're going to pass. Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to fail. Yeah. It, it's, if you're constantly like doing shit, even if you're completely like, like me completely fucking it up, with, like everything at first, especially like with my math class, like I was going in, I was completely fucking it all up. But like every single time I would learn something from my fuck ups until I started to like get it. So like inevitably you're going to pick up on it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. One, one percent. Yeah, and with um, with tutors too. Yeah, like my school, they do shit with um, they have like other students that are like volunteer tutors, and they'll help you. Uh, I think you can go to the VA office too on your campus and just uh, ask them for a tutor, and they they know uh, they they've got whatever resources for for tutors there too. So yeah, and you got to think about this too. Like these these professors, they're used to teaching you know, 18 year old kids straight out of high school that mm-hmm. really are, most of them are doing it for the right reasons, but you get some that are just there to like party. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. they're just, they're just trying to get the degree. They don't really care. So if you show them like, Hey, you care a little bit, they're, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to probably pass you anyway, mm-hmm. just because you like, you're showing them that you're, you're trying, you're putting in that extra effort and just doing that, you're naturally going to pass the class. Even if even if you do suck at whatever you're learning, like, you know, I was taking a political science class. I thought I was going to hate it, but I loved the class. Like I literally, all you do is debate in the class really. And a lot of the younger kids, they don't have life, real world life experience. They look up to you for the answers. So you'll actually be surprised that how good you are at college. So. Yeah, it definitely it's, it's definitely worth not dumping everything you learned from the Marine Corps and, like, just completely forgetting it because even in college, like, like just like you said, there's a, a lot of these dudes are, like, fresh out of high school. This is the first time away from their parents. Like, there, there's definitely – there's that age and, like, life experience gap. And um, 
like my my math teacher kept saying hey do you guys have any like study groups or anything and like you know obviously nobody would say anything and i was just like all right you know fuck this i literally like uh, at the end of class i was like hey i'm making a snapchat little group chat thing for like a study group if you want to fucking join it come over to me and get me on snap and uh it's just like it's, it's just like little shit like that just like making shit happen and like we all know how to do it <laughs> yeah a hundred percent and I'll, like, I don't know how it is at other universities. But my university is like really like very pro military, like very supportive in, in that aspect. So, yeah, I think um, I think it definitely depends where you're at. Um, yeah, my school, I've heard. Yeah, like my school, it's not bad. Like it's nobody's out there where going you, like fuck you and shit. But there, a school like that's gonna definitely have the resources for you. Yeah, and it's uh, it's interesting though, man. Just uh, you gotta kind of, you gotta kind of bench like the, at, at least from what I've experienced, you gotta kind of bench like, the way you were in the Marine Corps to like be able to really assimilate into this shit. Like you can't be walking around talking like you were at the barracks, or is uh, everybody's gonna look at you like you're crazy? You yeah, gotta, you gotta kind of like put yourself like, where you were, or I guess like uh. Yeah, you got you got to kind of remember like the things that you thought about and the things that you, you know, you worried about at that age, you know, before the Marine Corps came in to like, I guess be able to like kind of connect with these guys and you know make friends uh, yeah. and stuff. And it's it's definitely like in your head you're gonna be like, oh damn, like I'm a little older than these kids, like you know, it's not gonna really like, but you know, if you're just a genuinely a good dude and you're not a dick you know, it's, it's going to make your time at whatever college you're at a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I tell everybody that all the time. And, and also like, you're going to, you're going to find yourself like so underwhelmed. Like you're not going to have to worry about like waking up at 4am to go for a run, like a PT run and stuff like that. Stuff that you're going to be, they, the, the strenuous shit that may have been, have been dealt with to you in the Marine Corps. It's not going to be, you know that when you're going to school and it's it's a lot it's a lot less than what you were doing in the marine corps which helps but also you know some kids like they can't they're so used to getting grinded to the ground over training over working and stuff like that that they don't know what to do with themselves so i tell everybody getting out i'm like you'll find a hobby as well mm -hmm. because they're gonna have a lot of time outside of class like you're not going to be doing school 24 hours a day like it's yeah. just not you're gonna you're gonna go to class and you're probably gonna go home eat whatever and just sit there because the work you have to do isn't due for like another month and you're not right. gonna yeah. you're not gonna finish it right away realistically you're gonna chill on it a little bit yeah it's it's kind of crazy because like when I first started coming and now that even still being in the second year um it's it it, it feels like life slowed down by like a thousand miles an hour like because we were just constantly going 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 like you really didn't even have time to like think about anything else because it was just you were constantly going and now it's like i have a class at 9 a.m on a tuesday and uh that's it you know <laughs> it's like well what the fuck else do i do with my day now <laughs> and it's uh and then there's other days where yeah i'll have three classes or something in a day but then i still have like majority of my day to you know do whatever whether it's like studying or going to the gym or doing you know whatever else but it's yeah it's definitely so, 
Yeah, you like, definitely. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that it's definitely um, it's definitely a little culture shock, especially if you're transitioning out. Like I transitioned out of the Marine Corps, and then I started school two two weeks after, like full throttle, like in classes. Um, so it definitely is a little culture shock. But if you find that like one hot, like for some kids, I know it's playing video games, whatever. Like if that's your thing, that's your thing. Like get, get out of class, go play a video game and stuff. Chill, relax. Doesn't always need to, you know, be at a high intensity or like high stress thing you're doing. Um, my dumbass chose to get punched in the face. So that's cool though man i still i i think it's a really it's a really cool life you live in. and it's, i think it's really uh it'll be really interesting seeing you like 10 years from now like where you're at i think it'll be super cool i gonna be watching you on pay-per-view and shit and i'm gonna be like i know this dude <laughs> that's the goal yeah it's the goal i also like really encourage dudes to uh i, I know yes yeah, so you get the bah when you're going to school whether it's uh normal college or you're going to technical school but do your VA claims, like, just do them. Like, as soon as you get out, file that shit. Go to the appointments. I know it's a pain in the ass, but, like, just just do it because that's just, like, that's just passive income. That's just extra money for you to be able to, you know, when you are in school, you're able to really focus on it and money is not something you're worrying about at all. Yeah, um, and it's it's also definitely, definitely just in case down the road, right? Like, like say it's not a big deal now because you're young and you can deal with it but then like when you're like 40 or 50 and it's the same injury you had while you were in the marine corps and it's like it's really it gets worse like it's documented so they'll have it right yeah it'll definitely it's definitely worth doing now because yeah much later down the road when we all start to get old and even other people have told me this too like uh, i've talked to some margin vets and stuff and they were all telling me the same thing they were saying like uh or even just older vets, they were all saying the same thing. They were like, stay in the gym, like, take care of your body, always be stretching, like, do your VA claims and claim every little fucking thing. Because right now it might not hurt, but like 10 years from now, you're going to be fucking feeling it. So it's definitely, definitely an important thing to do so you don't get fucked down the road. 100%. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Um, doing all that stuff. Uh, how, how do you... How do you balance, uh, I guess, just all the training with uh, going to school and then homework, and then especially during like midterms or finals? Like, how, how do you balance it all? Um, I mean, some 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 semesters are worse than others, but you just it's that's that's train. I mean, my Monday through Friday, like, well, when midterms and finals are kicking, and I'm getting ready for a fight like it's chaotic like right now currently i'm not really stressing because i'm not fighting until december so i know when i'm when i'm gonna fight so i could get ahead of my schoolwork but i'd be lying to you if i said that it's like oh it's not a big deal it's easy like no it, it's when i got papers due like four to ten page papers due and i'm getting ready for a fight like and the only thing i'm thinking about is the fight like i'm not right. thinking about oh like I can't wait to get this paper done. Like, no, I'm like, I can't wait to go to practice. I can't wait to get better. Like, this is like, I want to fight. Like, this is all I want to do. So, you know, I do, I, I'm not motivated as much to go to class when I have a, a fight lined up. Right. So 
it's that's like just something you gotta like suck it up and sit down and do the fucking work like it, it does suck like sometimes i'll be up till one in the morning doing homework because i wanted to go train for the extra hour or two hours and then after training uh, the first thing the last thing i want to do is sit down at a computer and do homework like like you said before you find a way like mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's uh that's all definitely fucking it's definitely a lot to juggle um where are you fighting though in december uh hard rock in atlantic city oh I'm, I'm gonna come out to that <laughs> yeah i know i know you got you got your boys with gregorio he's always gonna he, he'll probably be there too yeah yeah um yeah i mean for anybody else listening that's in the in the new york pennsylvania delaware maryland area anywhere any state that's like relatively close if you guys want to come down um the the president of CFFC said that he wants to do something with the Marines, like for my next fight. So if you guys are coming and I could get like a head count and I could let him know in advance, he wants to set up like a section, uh, just military Mar Marine Corvettes specifically, either old or new, doesn't matter. You know how we roll. Dude, that's sick. That would actually be really fucking sick. Everybody's just sitting there getting fucking hammered, and they were just watching a fight too. That's like just that's like something out of the barracks. <laughs> no, yeah, especially when you know you got a marine fighting. You know you're gonna. I mean, it's it's so funny how many times like I'll go to these events, and I I always wear the EGA on something. Right. It's, yeah, I've always noticed every that. single yeah every single fight shorts. I will always wear it until I can't no more. Um. But it's just crazy. Like I'll walk through a vet with my shirt on or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, you're like you're that marine fighting," and it's it's just literally insane how many people just know like, "Oh, the, the marines fighting today," like because there's not a lot, and there's yeah. like, there's a, a cup there's a handful that I can think of that are marines that are cage fighting, let alone a grunt. Like sometimes you get like a you, you know. Sorry for my pogues out there, but you get a couple pogues. It's different when you got a grunt fighting. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. It really fucking... I love watching UFC, so it's definitely... Uh, it's really cool being able to... Uh, especially some of us from our unit, too. It's like, dude, oh, my God. That's sick. Um, All started on L Street. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you used to... Uh, weren't you, like, boxing with... Um, shoot, I'm forgetting it. With uh, Latore? Yeah, so me and Latori were on the same unit. Um, I mean, we're in the same like group. We were both in the Murph, and he would always talk about how he wants it to be a professional boxer when he gets out. And I was like, well, dude, I want to be a professional MMA fighter. So I remember the one night we were just like, fuck it. I threw on the boxing gloves. He threw on the boxing gloves, and we were literally just beating the shit out of each other <laughs> in, in the middle, in the barracks room, and then after it, we were just like, all right, like dapped each other up went on with our days and just did our own thing <laughs> that's fucking hilarious and, and i i still i still talk to latour a lot um you know because he's up in new york boxing I, I went to his boxing fight he came to one of my mma fights um i know he just had surgery on his like shoulder or whatever so he's been out of competition for a bit but mm -hmm. let me tell you something latour has a really he is probably the 
a very similar mindset to me and he's gonna if he sticks with it he could definitely make a lot of noise on the boxing scene promise that uh, i promise oh I yeah he's him. good seeing his videos dude it's crazy dude he fucking knocks people the fuck out <laughs> yes he does i can't wait for him to get back yeah. he, he he's he, he's um He's definitely somebody that, like, when you're, like, once he does get to that professional boxing, because I, I think he could professionally box right now and probably go on 8-0 easily without before running into some serious competition. But he's going to be that type of boxer that, you know, just is going to come out of nowhere, right? Like, oh, yeah, he's a Marine. Okay, he's a boxer, whatever. But he his technique is is just as good as his, his heart and it's going to take him very far. Yeah. I believe that for both of you guys, you guys both are uh, very, very dedicated to this. And uh, I think you, you both have the talent. So you definitely, I definitely uh, anticipate seeing you guys uh, pro very, very uh, shortly in the next few years or however, however long it takes. It, it actually kind of makes me uh, wonder because I, I know uh, you're, you're fighting in the CFFC. How do, the UFC kind of confuses me sometimes with the the structure of it. How how does that? Okay, so yeah, no, I get this question a lot. Um, everybody asks this. So there's professional level, and then there's then there's so then there's like levels to that, right? So I think about it as you know, if you if you know anything about baseball, they got the MLB, and then they got in the MLB they got triple a double a and then single a baseball teams right mm -hmm. or if you want to think about it at football you got the nfl and then before that you got college and then you, in the colleges you got like you know d1 d2 d3 so right now in the, so i fight for cffc which is professional so i do fight professionally but it's under ufc fight like so it's streamed on ufc fight pass and it's just below the UFC. Uh, okay. And how do how does it eventually do you get like contracted into it? Because I know that there's the Dana White Contender Series. Does like everybody have to go through that to get into the like the actual uh, like the the big league uh, UFC? Not necessarily. Um, you don't have to, but it's it's like it's like Dana White does it every year. I think he does it for like eight weeks every year. So they're coming up they're coming up on like their last couple of weeks i think but that's one way to get into it you know you you, you fight somebody that's going to be really fucking tough like dana white's contender series is a rough show man like yeah i've watched a few of them you're you're fighting for your you're fighting another guy who's just as good as you most of the time right mm -hmm. and you guys are both fighting not only just to win to impress Dana White like you can't you can't just go in there and win and be like oh my god I'm gonna get a contract like you have to go in there and like do something to have Dana White be like okay I want to give this kid a contract yeah it's uh it's definitely pretty crazy watching these fights because all these dudes are literally like fighting for a future and it's just there's so much passion and energy that they'll, they'll literally leave it all in the ring oh yeah like that's where that's you'll probably see some of the and in the future uh, that show's just going to get rougher and rougher because the matchups are going to get 
tougher and tougher. Um, like there is no easy, there's no easy fight in general. Like every fight is a tough fight, but especially when you're fighting at a pro level, but you know, those like, you can't really, you can't really say who's the underdog in, in fights like that because uh, both of these, both of the athletes are going in there to win. They're going in there to get, to feed their families and shit. So right. stuff to think about when you're watching that show. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty cool to watch all that stuff. Um, and oh, I got another question. So how, how does it feel like when you're stepping into the ring, especially like these CFFC uh, competitions, like, like just what, what, what do you feel when you, when you're there? Um, I'm nervous as shit. Every fight I'm nervous. doesn't matter when, uh, doesn't matter who it's against. I'll always have like a little, a little negative, a little negative, like self doubt in myself. Uh, that's something I've been working on this, this past fight that I dealt with really well compared to the one before that. Um, you always think that you're going to go in there and like this guy's going to be capable of beating you. Like that's something you think of a couple weeks out of the fight or whatever it is, but walking into the cage, it's just like, as soon as I step into the cage, like all that shit's gone, like the cage door shuts and it's just like, nothing else matters. It's just you and that other opponent and what you're fighting for, what they're fighting for. And, and that's it. Like it's, it's, it's a mix of excitement and like, your adrenaline's kicking, you're nervous as fuck, you're excited, you're happy to be there, but you're also, like, terrified. If you got all these emotions that are, like, hitting you at once, it's, it's, it is the craziest feeling ever. Yeah, I believe it. That is crazy, especially with just, like, all these people, like, yelling, fucking screaming, watching. Yeah, and, and CFFC, like, is, so CF, back to explaining what, like, CF, like, where the level I'm at, like, so you have these regional promotions, right? So CFFC is east, mostly East Coast, and it's like a Northeast promotion. And then you got like you got other ones like Titan Fighting, LFA. Um, there's a couple others out there, but they're 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 still like the competition in these, or like especially CFFC, like the competition is is very close to UFC, like level like most of these guys that are fighting in cffc that are winning are gonna go to the ufc like 100 percent. oh really okay yeah you think of it as like a feeder to the ufc huh okay all right yeah that that makes sense yeah like cffc like they want you to make it to the ufc you know what i'm saying right like you start you start your career there or like in the middle of your career that's where you go and then like they're not their job but what they do is, you know, they make it like they promote the shit out of the fights. They do amazing with that. Um, they treat you like a really like a true professional, and they they want to see you succeed and win and go on to the next level. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, what what I was also wondering is because I know they started the UFC in in France uh, recently with that fight, and does. Is that going to make uh, more international fighters start coming into like the CFFC and stuff now too, or is it kind of just uh, it stays in the U.S. I guess I don't know. Well, UFC is like you get you get people from all across the world fighting in there. 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I just so, I didn't know what like uh, if if CFFC had that same type of stuff because I know in UFC they they always have the international fighters and stuff, but I didn't know if at like the uh, the the other uh, types of uh, competitions they if if it still got that same kind of stuff too. Well, CFFC they've brought in guys from Brazil. Um, they they've brought in guys out, outside of the country, a hundred percent. Um. But the UFC, like their their world, they travel. They go, they'll, they'll get, they go to like yeah, England. They go to France. They go wherever Dubai. I'm pretty sure. So they fight everywhere. It's mm-hmm. wherever they fight. And the fight the people that fight on those cards are like, that's just when they're scheduled to fight. Or if it's a really big event, they'll put really big fight, fighters on that card. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But CFFC is mostly going to be like uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, uh, maybe New York in the future, something like that, and then like Florida. Uh, okay. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who are some of your favorite fighters? Some of my favorite fighters. Uh, Conor McGregor would obviously be my favorite because he's the one that really got me extremely hooked up into it. I'd be lying if I said that he hasn't impacted my mindset in the MMA world. Um, Jose Aldo, even though they fought each other, Jose Aldo is like the epitome of what it means to be like just a good dude, good MMA fighter. Um, a current fighter, because Jose Aldo just retired. A current fighter I really enjoy watching. Brandon Moreno. Um, I like Brandon Moreno, TJ Dillashaw, John Jones. If I hope he fights again soon. Like, there's so many fighters I like watching. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask too. Is there things that they do that you try and incorporate into your own uh, fighting style? Um, not, not necessarily. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be as fast as Brandon Moreno and I'm not going to be as strong as John Jones. So it's, it's weird. I, you find your own style in this, in this sport. Like you find what works for you. Like it's trial and error, like going into sparring, uh, working with your teammates or coaches and you just, you just got to find what works for you. Um, you know, I come from a wrestling background, but I, come to realize i'm really good at kicking so i've been kicking a lot oh gotcha gotcha okay something you haven't really seen extremely in my fights not because i haven't not because i'm not confident in it yet it's just it's just it's just not there in my fights but i've been i've been kicking a lot so look forward to that gotcha gotcha yeah i'll definitely be looking for those um and then I guess I guess okay. So after a fight, obviously you get by the end of it, both both people fighting. Uh, you're gonna be pretty banged up by the end of it. What what's your recovery kind of like after fights? Um. Well, I've been I've been blessed to where like I don't, I'm not I don't really get that banged up in a fight so far. So we knock on wood real quick. <laughs> but it's I I get more beat up at training to be a hundred percent honest with you, but it's just, it's simple shit. Eating good foods, 
like eating healthy foods is like so important. Like I can't even stress that enough, especially because I know Marines, they get out no matter what they're doing and they're just fucking wolfing down McDonald's and shit like that every chance they get. Mm. Um, good foods, but like just stretching, uh, active recovery, like going on like a, a jog or whatever. Ice baths are huge. Um, chiropractor. I, I hit a chiropractor at least once a week. Get adjusted. Um, acupuncture, like all that shit. How is acupuncture? I've never tried it. I've always heard all this stuff about it, but I, it always seemed like uh, super... I don't know, just weird because there's all the needles and shit. It's um, it's definitely. I like acupuncture a lot. You know, it feels a little weird. You know, you're getting a needle put into you, but after what what it does is don't quote me on this, but what it does is like it resets those little uh, those little nerves you have running through your body. So if you have like a pinched nerve or something, or like your muscles are all tightened up or something, or that something's not working. You know, they'll take these little needles and they'll just poke, they'll, they'll find your little, uh, nerve points or whatever pressure points, whatever they're looking for in there. And they, they hit those areas and it, it does wonders. Like my shoulders loose, my shoulders will loosen up, my hips will loosen up. Like my calves, I've really, for some reason, my calves always get mad tight. So that's good. I highly recommend it if you, if you you know, do a lot of strenuous activity. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Have you ever done the, uh, what's the, this is going to sound stupid, but it's like the uh, the suction cup looking things. Yeah. Um, what's that called? Um, I think that's, I just call them suction cup. <laughs> like, like uh, I forget the exact name for it, but yeah, I've done that too. Okay. Um, it all has, pur- they all have different purposes. Um, what that does, I believe, and again, don't quote me on this, is it, it takes all that, that bad blood that's trapped in your muscles or whatever that makes you, like, so tight, and it it, it, tr- it basically, like, sucks it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even know that. That's weird. I, I, was, I didn't know what that stuff did. Yeah, it doesn't suck it out of your body, but it, right, like, but like it uh, moves it out of the muscle. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then what that's going to do is gonna, it's going to pump, pump, like, fresher blood and, you know, help the circulation of your muscles move and stuff like that. Like I said, don't quote me on that, but I think that's just what it does. Right, right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Is there uh, is there any, I guess, any other kind of things you do? Oh, uh, rolling, like foam rolling. Oh, yeah. yeah foam rolling. Sitting on like a lacrosse ball, um, get you like that shit is so important. Like foam. If I had to tell you like one thing, like you told me, I can only do one thing for recovery. It'd be foam rolling and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense though. Definitely. Uh, that definitely all has its uh, purposes. Um, I guess. Uh, what? Okay. I wanted to ask you to. Uh, What's been your favorite fight out of all of uh, out of all of your fights? Um, I guess the next one. 
right? Like when I'm training for a fight, I'm I'm not really like I, I don't I don't have a favorite fight. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like, I'm looking forward to the next. Like right after that fight, I'm just like so pumped up to get ready for the next one. Yeah. But if you're saying like performance wise, like what I like my favorite fight that I like to go back and watch, I would say my first pro fight against uh Shane White Eagle. That was that was my favorite performance because it went all three rounds and it was pretty much just me beating the shit out of the dude for the fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, the knockout the knockout was cool, but I don't, I don't know how I, you know, I knocked him out and I was just like, oh, like I had this like rage of excitement, <laughs> but you know, after you look at it, like how many times are you going to play back? You knocking the kid out? Like, you know, right. it's one of the, it's like, all right, like next thing, what's next? Right, right. Do, um, do you ever end up, uh, making i guess uh friendships with anybody that you you fight or is it kind of just you guys fight and then just kind of go separate ways um dude it's so weird sometimes it's like sometimes yeah like the kid will follow me on instagram or whatever and then like you know i'll tell him like yeah whenever you want to come in come tra- train or whatever some kids are just like fuck you like i'm at like they don't want to <laughs> talk to me. They don't want to talk like rightfully so. You know, you put it, you put they, you put your heart and soul into this shit, and then if you if you lose, it's it's really it's a devast it's a ruthless sport, man. Yeah, I believe it. I believe, it, especially with all the time and training and effort you put in, like losing has to like really just kind of hit home hard. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's all super cool stuff to like hear uh hear you guys talk about like especially with uh when i was talking to latore too doing the doing the podcast with him it was it was, ju- it was just so interesting hearing like uh what your guys's lifestyles are like and like how you guys train and break up your days and just what you're what, what it's like um because it's just it's super interesting to me yeah man you know thank you thank you again thank you for having me i'm happy to i'm happy to talk about this stuff not even just the fighting part, like the school, everything. Yeah. Be really cool. Um, what do you do with the uh, I guess okay, so when you're not doing school and you're not fighting, kinda of, what's your downtime like just to uh I guess relax or, or is like kind of training your your downtime, I guess. Um I I uh man. I don't really get so much of that. But when I do, I, I hang out with my friends. You know, I go out to a bar, hang out with my friends, go out, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's pretty cool. You know, it's 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 pretty simple. It's simple things that that I like. To, you know, whether it's like just going to a movie or like, you know, just literally just chilling, drinking beer with the friends, like you you would do at the barracks. You know. Yeah, I think the the uh, simple things definitely kind of uh, make the. I guess make all the stress kind of go away for a little bit. Like I know for me, when um, when I'm feeling too stressed out, I just pick up the phone and I call one of my buddies and just talk on the phone with them for like an hour or two, and you know I kind of feel like refreshed after that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, simple things. All right, and then I think uh, okay, I think the the last question I have for you would be so if anybody's uh 
you know, listening to this podcast and, you know, thinking like, oh, I want to try and get into this kind of stuff. Like, where do they start? Um, you got to find, you got to find an MMA agent. Can't go in, you can't go into like a CKO. You can't go into like, you know, a boxing gym. You got to go into an MMA gym, like a gym that trains, you know, they train boxing, they train kickboxing, they train Muay Thai, they train jujitsu. You need to find a gym that's going to do some groundwork and they're going to do some striking. You can't, can't, can't be one. And you want to find a really good coach too. Someone you can trust, somebody that's experienced, somebody that's done it, and uh, surround yourself with a with a good, hardworking team. You know, I'm blessed to have the team I got and the people I have around me. Um, but if if you're if you are a marine and you are looking to get into it, uh, definitely some jujitsu. That's like one, and then a, a form of striking, whether it's boxing kickboxing muay thai i like to do it all um but yeah that, that would be my advice but definitely finding an mma gym that's awesome hey the last thing you want to see is a, is a marine that's you know working out at cko and signs up for a fight and gets their ass beat because they don't have the right the right training mm-hmm. yeah right? definitely that definitely makes sense but yeah man well thank you so much for taking the time to uh come and talk to me i'm, I'm sure you uh you know, like you like you've talked about you're you got a pretty busy schedule so I, I really appreciate you giving me the time yeah no problem anytime yeah absolutely man and uh yeah i hope you have a good rest of your night and everybody listening i hope you guys do too um and we'll see you guys next time